0: This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.
1: The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mick Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Bez, what do you love?
2: Well, John, it's a new sponsor and I'm loving it. For me, double quarter pound a meal. What are you having?
1: Oh, it's got, got to be the chicken nugget share box. To myself, there's no sharing. But well, to myself. That goes without saying. But what yeah. dip? Oh, barbecue. It's a barbecue dip.
2: Yeah. But
1: where can people get it? So, yeah, where can you get it? You can order via the McDonald's app. Um, It's via participating restaurants only, 18 plus, rewards, registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. So see mcdonalds.com for full details.
3: The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. There's a Play for Play for Play for Play for
2: Welcome to the Ale and Vale podcast. At the start of this podcast, let me put a warning out there. This podcast will will contain profanities, it will contain expletives, it will contain plenty of dog shit. It will also contain what hopefully will be a level-headed discussion about the shit show that happened yesterday. So there's your warning. If you don't want any dog shit, don't want anything like that, please turn off now we are going to discuss the game we all watched it separately I didn't sit with Johnny at the game so I'm sure we've all got different views on it I'm sure because we're all passionate and we're all fucking raging about what happened yesterday we'll probably argue between each other and if we do it's fine we're mates we're adults we will argue the point move on like adults should do there won't be any personal abuse at each other there's been arguments about our views and then we'll move on So let's go for it. Let's see what comes out of that yesterday, which was very, very fucking painful. And to start with, let's do the niceties. Joined by Stu, who for the new listeners was the OG of the podcast. He's the one, the brainchild of it. And he's the one that came up with it, but can't join us as much now. He lives in Canada, full-time work commitments, family, etc. But he's on his deathbed to join us tonight. Stu, how are you? Uh,
0: Yeah, doing all right, I guess uh calmed down a bit yesterday was a write-off Glad you were there. for me it was nine o'clock in the morning when that finished so you got the old day to live through it haven't you uh it's just just horrendous i don't really know how to say anything else or i said said on the group all my worst fears about this season came out in 90 minutes
2: yeah and was, we'll We'll get into that ninety minutes and talk about individuals, this performance as a whole, etc. I'm also joined, as usual, by Johnny, who's been on the ale today and bringing the name ale and vale to life. Johnny, have you had a good day out for JMO's birthday? Happy birthday, JMO!
1: Oh, it's a great day out. We we've been to Chester races. Um, I'm fiver up, so that's that's always a start, good start. Um, thanks to the last race, I've had a pint of wine with Soph. So, um, you know, it's it, it's always going to be a great day, but. I am going to start on a rant because whoever the knobhead that started pushing me at the end of the game, telling me I can't fucking boo a 7-0 defeat is, needs to take his head for a wobble because a 7-0 defeat is right when you can boo. Like, if we'd lost that game 3-0 and I was booing, he's got every right to come and give give me shit. 7-0 is probably... The time you can boo.
2: like. Well, let me be honest here, Johnny. You know I don't like booing the players off the pitch, and I don't yeah. booing off the pitch. Fucking boo at that full-time whistle yesterday because I was fucking raging. I was booing and I was telling them fuck off up that bastard tunnel.
1: Yeah, I'll tell you what, though. Crosby, and you've got to give him his dues here, did the perfect thing at the end. He made them, what, stay in the middle. He brought them over, and he said to them lads, go and take that shit. So, Crosby's got to be given a lot of credit for that. And I know people don't want to hear it because everyone on social media wants the boat be sacked after a game and whatnot. But he's front, he, he's told them to front it up. We saw what happened at Accrington when a few players told fans fuck off and stuff like that. And it wasn't pleasant. He's He's got him in the middle and said, look, lads, you're going to get some shit from them lot. Not all of them have stayed. Go and front it. And we'll deal with it as a group. So Crosby's got to have a bit of credit there. But telling me not to boo, please, come on! Like he turned round and, and said to me, "What good's that gonna to do to them players?" That's not what it's about, though. That's Look, not what it's about. Even it if make you feel better in it, yeah. But even if it was about that, you've just been beat seven 0 A lad booing isn't going to really wreck your confidence any more than 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 just that. So I, I don't, I just, oh, I don't get it. But I'll,
0: just, I'll, I'll just go off on, on, on here.
1: Yes.
2: On.
0: Like you go to the games here and they're like three or four down. And I'm, I'm fucking booing at the back. Whenever, mm-hmm. uh, this is shit. they're Playing wank. I, and there's people at the front trying to get a song going again. I'm just like, You're three or four nil down. Come on, pull yourselves together. They don't know if they don't, if you don't tell them it's shit, they'll do it again. That's the thing. Yeah. They'll play like that again. They've got to know, right? They should know anyway that that's completely unacceptable this afternoon, uh, yesterday afternoon. But like, booing is an acceptable thing to do. Like, in no circumstances. Like, if you've come off the pitch and you've lost two one and you've worked hard, they've worked hard, and you can sort of like see that the effort's there. <laughs> fair enough. Like. It, it's hard to it's hard to question it's it's hard to see somebody booing at that point, but just yesterday, like booing is one hundred percent justified. I'd be disappointed if people didn't, to yeah. be honest.
1: The thing is, if if we would have played how we played the first half and lost 3 0, I don't think any Vale fan would have walked away from there going, No, that bu- that bunch of players didn't give a shit. That bunch of players aren't good enough, whatever. I think they all would have gone, do you know what? We'll give it a good go. We've lost 3 0. We'll move on to the next one. But the way that they caved the second half, especially like the first half, I clapped them off. I was like, it it feels mental. We're 2 0 down, but I was happy with the first half. Well, they'd had two shots. Well, it it was two catastrophic mistakes, but I was happy with the first half. And I said to you in the group, the, the moment changed. Alice Harrison had that header saved, and from the stands, it looks like a worldly save. Now, Stu, obviously, you're watching it your on video. What was the save like? Was, it, was that header top corner, or should the keeper have saved it? It was a nice sight for him. However, he had to react very quickly to get across to it. So it was a very good save. So that, rightly, that's what I would say. Yeah, okay, that's fair enough. In the stands, it looks like a worldly save. You're telling me it's a very good save. So I'm happy with that our confidence dropped then. That seemed to suck the life out of our performance. And and that shouldn't be the case. Like what's what's happened, what's been said up until that game, but one one save to drain the confidence out of the
2: players. Yeah, Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. We folded like a cheap suit, and I've never that second half. And we'll get on to it. Is the worst 45 minutes I've ever experienced as a Vale fan. I'm 36 years old. I cannot think of a worse 45 minutes. That second half was fucking diabolical. And some of them players need to take a long hard look at themselves. Let me just go off to another tangent because I've heard people asking for refunds. Now, doing the maths, 1600 people, you're looking at about 36 grand to refund every fan that was there. I don't want to refund.
1: I've worked it out. I've worked it out. Our Aver- average is average of the of the age of the fan There, you're averaging sixty sixteen quid per ticket. Mm. There's sixteen hundred there, you're looking at twenty six and a half grand, which averages over the twenty pe- twenty players and staff. We'll say twenty because obviously the eleven that started. There's about six coaching staff and there's a couple of lads that come off the bench that should be paying the money back. It's about twelve hundred quid each. That's yeah. fair, for me, that is. I
2: disagree. Week's wage? No, it's week's
1: wage. No. For, if I For some of them one. players, for some of
2: them players, it's more than a week's wage. Some of the younger lads. For some of the older ones, yeah. it's probably <laughs> half a week's wage. But let me just carry on. If you're asking for a refund, did anybody turn up to the ticket office when we beat Burton seven-one and seven they paid double? No, for no, that,
1: no, 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 no. You can't. No, I'm not having that. Of course I'm you are. not. I'm, no, 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 no. You if you're cannot... judging on
2: performance what you pay. Then you pay more when we play well and less when we lose.
1: No. Because when we beat Burton 7-1, we weren't, we weren't, we weren't amazing that day. We were pretty damn good. No, but, but we weren't, weren't amazing. Like, they they were poor that day. We we were very good. Yesterday, the reason why I I think a refund is, is a, is a good conversation to have is because we did not show up yesterday. Second half, we come out and we decided to down to 45 minutes. If we put the effort in, the same as the first half, I'd be with you. But Don't disagree with your sentiments on that, but for me, 26
2: grand is better left in the club somewhere.
1: Yeah, I'm not asking... No, but this isn't coming from the club. So if he's asking for the club to pay it, is he? This, this, this it. is them dossers play. Like this, this is 1,100 quid come from each one of them dossers that was on the pitch yesterday... And the seven coaching staff. I'm not asking for James Plump to pay for it. I'm not asking for any any of the young lads that come off the bench like oh, blaster and stuff like that. What I'm saying to you is boring Connor Ripley and this is mental. I am saying boring your goalkeeper. Who let me let let me put it out there? If Aiden Stone was in goal yesterday, we'd be getting fucking hammered right now. Boring Connor Ripley. The other ten of them should be chipping in for that refund. I disagree.
2: Yeah, I
1: don't... I don't...
0: I don't, I don't, I don't. Like, I wasn't there, so I can't ask for a refund. But I can ask for, like, I don't know how much it is, five bucks back or whatever, back for me I follow yesterday. Just promise me you won't do that again. Yeah, that's promise what I Promise me you won't do it again, and I don't want my money back. Yeah, I want you to put Just right on
2: Tuesday. Me, you don't do it ever again. Yeah, I want it you put right on Tuesday. And for me, we're in a cost-of-living crisis. I get that. Yesterday, I probably spent close part £100 of £100 doing it. My mortgage on the 1st of December is going up £250. I'm not alone with that. There's a lot of people out there who are going to be in the same boat. My sort of luxury expense, if you like, has just gone down 250 quid. If there's more performances like that, I'm a dickhead, so I'll probably still go away. But there'll be a lot of supporters that vote with the feet. I'm fine with that. I don't agree with the refund. I draw... And if they offered it me, I'd put, put it back in the club and say, use it somewhere else.
1: Yeah, Perhaps get not, a fucking forward to complain but... instead of Gavin Massey. It's not coming from the club, though, is it? This is the thing. It's this. We're not asking the money to come from the club. We're not saying, right, give, give 30 grand out of the transfer budget to the lads that travelled. We're saying, each one of them dickheads that decided to down tools, because they did. And this is the thing. Gav, you you look at Garrity, anonymous yesterday. You look at Tom Sang. He saved Yeah, went yeah went right wing back. Shite. Yeah. You look at Nathan Smith. Your club captain, Nathan Smith, shite yesterday, and he he's lucky that the two 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 either side of him were fucking worse than him because he was embarrassing yesterday. And this is the big thing. people won't pick up on that sort of thing. We'll get on to the ratings shortly, but a refund it's it's a very it's a very reactive thing. It's a very easy way to appease fans right? But on yesterday's performance, the players have got to put themselves out there to put it right So one of two things needs to happen now a uh, a cup game on Tuesday that was probably a free 8 because we would have lost to 2-0 to Barnsley, out the cup, lose 2-0 to Reading. Not many Vale fans would be that concerned. They'd be a bit shitty about losing to Fleetwood, but not many would be too too concerned. We lose 7-0. That cup game now becomes must win. And that should not be the case in your second game of the season.
2: Agree. Agree, I
1: I agree with everything
2: be... you're saying. I just don't believe in the refund policy.
1: There's um, no other um... job
2: where, and we're all honest here, obviously bar me because Rob's listening, we all have days at work where you perhaps aren't as productive as you should have been and maybe yeah. you've been doing something else. You never go and give your wages back I said, you know what, I haven't actually put a shift in today. Have my fucking wages for today, Duck. You should do a couple of times, though, shouldn't you? Possibly, but I don't. And no other but... job in the world do you do that, unless you're on piecework, which footballers aren't. Yeah, so I'd be, be more inclined to agree. I'm right in the middle. I see why people want one. And, and I see
0: why people want and, one. And, and I just I, don't get it. Me, me personally, like there was n- we'll get onto it. I'm sure we will. I'm sure we'll get onto Crosby's words. Oh, there's we'll only be. one person out of that club that said that said sorry for that yesterday. It's Connor yeah. Ripley come on Twitter last night. Agree. And like there's well, no put, apology put, in there. Stick with us. Stick with yeah. what? What are we well, sticking yeah. with. No, we'll we'll what, get. To, we'll what's get to, what's to stick with? We were shit yeah. at the end of last year when he was in charge. When he was in temporary charge, I'm sorry, we were. We scraped through and we got in. He got the job, and now he's in charge. And we we we're sticking with what? The, yeah,
2: I'll give you my on on cross when minutes. When we get there,
0: when we get there, <laughs> yeah, no, we'll, but, we'll, we'll leave just, the refund like, the argument. That's to you. that's all part of it. That's all part of it. There was an aftermath yesterday where we had an opportunity to sort of like go. That was bang out of order. Unacceptable. There were a couple of things where he said it was unacceptable and they'd let him down and so forth. But And he took Crosby again. I'm going to give him a little bit of credit here. He basically, when he says things like there was no lack of effort, that's him. People are now talking about him saying that rather than the lack of effort from the players, which means basically he's taken some of the weight off the players for, for that shit show that they put out yesterday. So now we're starting to talk about Crosby, which is what good managers do. Now, I'm not saying he is a good manager, not by a long stretch, but he's gone and taken some of the pressure off the players for that performance yesterday. But at some point or another, somebody should have just said, that was shit. We're sorry that you, that you had to watch that yesterday. And there hasn't been any, any, any of that. And that's the bit that disappoints me. I'm... Um, as I said earlier, I would be happy if they just never did it again.
2: Hmm.
0: And yeah. and and I didn't have a re- and nobody got a refund. I know that's not me because. But if I was there, if they just didn't do it again this season, I'd be okay with that.
2: Yeah. Just and promise me you're not going to do it again. Yeah. Or obviously put more effort in if it does happen. It's not through lack of effort. And I would rather the players say, "Here's the money back into the plane, budget, Let's go get a fucking striker." But that's
0: yeah,
1: not going to no. happen. Well, that,
2: is, which strike it's... is going to come to us after that
1: yesterday? Well, um. and any strike that comes to us is going to say. Actually, that that wage that we we spoke about, um, add a, add a couple hundred quid on top of that, please. Yeah, pal. I need
0: five hundred
2: quid yeah. a week extra danger money for this because this might yeah. ruin my fucking career. Don't disagree. Don't. Do... And I don't disagree with any of your sentiment there, Johnny. I just disagree with the you All for it. And for those that listen, we said there'd be arguments during this podcast. Yeah. We've had one. We didn't verbally attack each other. That's how I have a po- have an argument on Twitter. You don't need to attack each other. We're going to agree that we've got different views on it. Move on. Some fans will agree with me. Some fans will agree with Johnny. That's fine.
0: Well, uh, you know, straight up, and we'll back Johnny up here, Captain Knobhead. That had a go at him yesterday and started shoving him. Just no place for that whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, I never
2: booed when I booed yesterday. So come and shoved me. Come yeah. and shoved me. I booed, yeah. and people said to me on the 90th minute, oh, "Are we going?" I said, "No," because I'm fucking booing these fuckers yeah. off the pitch.
0: I, I had it a few years ago at a game as well when I, I wasn't yeah. just willing to. Normally, there was, I there was an argument anyway, it. and. I believe what I believed, and somebody else believed what they believed, and got got physical. Didn't enjoy it, and as to you know, I've always, it's always stuck with me that as, um, and I always see the person around, um, but I didn't deserve that just because I had a different opinion to somebody else. Yeah, I just felt
1: really disappointed. So I, that, I know what Johnny's feeling done. today. Go on, Johnny. Go on. Yeah, I'll be honest. Right, I I set myself up for this thing right because. Bez, you will have seen me at some point yesterday. I was wearing a very bright coloured jacket. So I'm I'm very I'm very obvious in a group. Bloke decided to to and I'd love to chat to him because I, I honestly I would love to chat to him because that bloke was seething about that result. And his, his decision was I'm gonna take it out on someone because it's easier to take it out on you, that fan it is to take it out on the, the players on the pitch and I'm fine with that right I, I've got I've, I've big enough shoulders to take it if I'm not going to fight over football I never have i never will I'm mm-hmm. not one of these, I, I won't fight over football because it's daft so when he started pushing me and stuff my childish reaction is to go and laugh at him and it probably makes it worse but that's that's what happens you know what I mean I would love to know what 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 in his mind, would say would be okay to, to boo because it's 7-0 if it's not okay to boo what what's the right reaction and I, i'm not saying i'm not saying booing's the right reaction that might not be the right thing but i don't think me and probably 400 other people because let's be fair at that point i'd say a thousand the people had already left yeah me and 400 other people booing them I don't think that's going to ruin the confidence after they've been dick 7-0. No. And I'm fully, I'm fully behind dickheads booing after losing 1-0 to someone. I'm fully behind kicking off at them. Mm. That sound bad me. And like I've said, if we would have played like we played in the first half and lost three, maybe even four nils. Do you know what I mean? We do played in the first half and lost four nil. I would have been like torn. I would have said, I want to clap these off but we've lost 4-0. To be honest, for anyone that wants to have a go
2: at you, you're not saying you're happy to lose 4-0. You're saying it's the level of performance.
1: Yeah, it is level of performance. And that's the thing, Like we all wrote off these first three or four games. Yeah, we did. Like, so, it's how you go and lose a game. It's how you lose a game in football. And it the first half, we, we lost that first half of football, not due to not wanting to win the game in football, due to four players and I'm saying this four players having a shitter because it's not just down to Dan Jones right and I've seen a lot of people picking on Dan Jones his his pass to the first was 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 bad but that didn't concede the goal like their break then went on if you watch Nathan Smith back on that and I'm sorry everyone loves him and I'm going to say this. Nathan Smith's jogging back is disgraceful. He's a fucking captain and he jogs back. And Devante Cole wants that more than him. And that's the issue. It's three or four players not doing the jobs right each time. Every single one of them, seven goals. You can look at three or four players not doing the jobs right. The second goal, Mitch Clark doesn't do his job right. It doesn't close down properly. Devante Cole... Great movement, again, off shrugs off Smithy. Connor Ripley probably doesn't do his job right in terms of making himself massive. I can see why he hasn't attacked the ball, because if Devante Cole gets out and he attacks an open goal, Dan Jones doesn't do his job right. And that's the problem. Every single goal isn't just one player having a shitter. It's two or three players having an absolute nightmare. And that's my problem with it.
2: No, agree. And with you, that's the only goal I think maybe Conor Ripley could do better with. I'm not blaming him for that goal. Which one's that? The second one. The second one which comes across the front of the box. Yeah. And yeah, I'm not, not saying he should have, but maybe he could yeah, have. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sure. Yeah. We'll get on to that. She's final to it, thoughts but... before we get into it. Final thoughts before we get into it. What on on what, sir? Anything general... that we've just been talking about before we get into the play. In? Think... Go on, Johnny. Just...
1: Johnny, you go. And it. we'll come back to Shi. Well, just before we get into it, I think people have got to get used to the refereeing because I think Rock some decisions he made were were mental, like booking their keeper for time wasting was, was was almost like ludicrous. But people have got to get used to that, and I think the added time, the the fact that the sort of things, and I will say something now. That is the most enjoyable game of football I've watched in terms okay. of like people not surrounding the referee. A free yep. kick was given, players got back into position. That If that sets a precedent now, that's brilliant. What is. isn't so brilliant is adding 10 minutes on at the end of the game when you're 6-0 down. But I get that they've got to do that. I get that they've yep. got to work it out. So there's got to be a bit of leeway. The referee, some of the bookings were a bit ridiculous. No, but, I'm happy with him with current law amateurs now. Yeah. Exactly. If that's if that's how the law is, then I'm fine with it. The the goalkeeper time wasting, that's the only one I'm a bit I don't understand. Cause don't was he taking the piss? Like do you but like seriously, Bez, do you think their keeper was taking the piss when he got booked?
2: Not overly, but what we can't see from the stand and can't see it is the ref has probably shouted twice to him, get going. He's shouted to get, get going. The goal is stood there, had no intention to get going, so it's gone, fair enough, you're not listening. There's your yellow card for failing to failing to I'm, I'm to happy me. for him time-waste because it means he's got less oh, chance going. Yeah. I am in that situation. And common that, that, sense, might, that, on a that, Sunday that, morning, that. you're not going booking for that because it's 6-0 and you're going, do you know what, I'm going to cause myself more aggro than I need here. Football league, you've got to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and for me, I, I agree with you. And it's not one for now. I think Johnny's probably one for Thursday about the new laws and how they made the game much more enjoyable because everyone wants to hear about the fucking seven element. I mean, me and but,
0: uh, agree we'll with argue, the, the me game and, Me and Johnny normally argue about everything, but we we're, we're, we're sickeningly agree on the fact that this the time added on will probably come down in the future when people realise
2: that they shouldn't waste any
0: time and they should just get on with it.
2: Yeah, and maybe they will. And do you know what? If you listen to the pod last season, for those listening, these are the sort of changes I was asking for all season. Keep well, yeah, because like,
0: Accrington, I listened to you, Accrington one yeah. on the Tuesday night. The ball was in play
2: 38 minutes in that game. That's yeah. just unacceptable. Yeah, like, and I always moaned about people surrounding the ref. I always moaned about people not getting back from free kicks and walking away with the ball. They've stopped it. But keep that going, don't let it be a first four weeks of the season and then we go back to what was happening before. Yeah, yeah. This has got to continue because it definitely makes the game more enjoyable, fans, unless you're getting fucking spanked 7 0
1: Well, yeah, that that doesn't help. but I think I think we'll have this discussion around Christmas time once we know if it carries on. Yeah. And that'll yeah. be a perfect time of it, won't it? But that's fair. I
0: will say... be disappointed if it doesn't, because yeah, it's be, it was good, like in terms it's of good. that. Like the game flowed. The game yeah. actually flowed. Him start, you know you didn't yeah. ever think like oh he's holding on to that for a bit long why is he pissing around with that never did I think
2: yesterday actually that anybody was time wasted really no, no I agree and that's because in the first 15 minutes the Rock laid the smack down on their asses and gave three yellow cards yeah, because they did walk away with the ball
0: <laughs> oh, well. oh dear well, oh. he's trying to bring light to the situation, but it's going to be <laughs> difficult, but it does gonna be difficult Bez's so. shit jokes somehow managed to make it through then we, then we then we might be all right by the end of this. Well we're if, open to being closer
2: to the old thing, aren't we by the time we? Yes, this is it is a
0: therapy session.
2: It is a therapy session. if you can smile la 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 la, the dog shit, we're about to get onto it because it finished Barnsley seven, Paul nil. that's right, Seven fucking nil.. A few seasons back, Vale had the record for the longest unbeaten run on the opening day of the season. That's gone. So we thought, fuck it, let's go get another record. And we're now the joint highest loss on the opening day of the season from 1962, which was an 8-1 loss. Let's hope Luton get beat 8-0 on the opening day of the Premier did, League season. Did you know that Vale actually lost 7-0 on the 26th of November
0: 1983 as well? There you yeah. go. I think I that's good. the last time they conceded seven goals. There you go. Okay. To, to, to
1: Burnley. Just just before before we get on, do you want to tell what's mad? Go on. We will play worse than that this season and win. Yeah, agree. That's on mad. the first half. Agree on the first no, half. No, yeah. Over the 90 minutes over the 90 minutes. I think we will play worse than that over the 90 minutes and win a game of football. I don't know if he'll be
0: able to if we'll capitulate in the same way as we did after 25 minutes. That's the only yeah.
2: thing. Yeah. I just think we were... We were but in Barnsley, we'll play better than that and
1: lose a game of football.
2: Agree with that. I didn't think they yeah. were actually that special. I thought we just made them look special. They got it's some look- good players, don't get me wrong. And, you know, yeah. Cole up front was prolific. Kirby Kane and midfield good player. But I didn't look at them and go, fucking hell, these are some side, these are.
1: No. And and the, the other thing is, right, for me, I've looked at, uh, looking at it. We played worse at Swindon away when we lost 6-0 and that was that that's the most that's the worst performance i've ever seen when chris martin was in goal i remember that one yeah it was only six yesterday i'm disappointed and i think that's i think that's what's harder to take the fact that yesterday i'm disappointed rather than like the six we conceded when Chris Martin was in goal, Ross Davidson was in the team, Simon Richmond, stuff like that. You look at that and you go, do you know what? That team deserves to be, be, be beaten six. The team we put out yesterday does not deserve to be beaten seven. And I know that you can't just turn around and say, because the players on paper are decent, don't deserve it. But that team did not deserve to beaten seven. And it well, happened.
0: It, yeah. I was just about to say, though, like we've obviously come in and I listened to the podcast yeah, you won on Thursday and and the one on Sunday, and like we talk about, we've done a great job recruiting. Have we? And like now, I mean, the thing that I'm going to pull, up, and I feel like I'm just about to say it again, but we sign new centre backs, and then we don't play any of them. Like we have played the back three that. Started last season,
2: did he? I think
0: they yeah, might have started yeah.
1: last season. Those three, you know yeah. That back he lost four to Exeter last season. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah, not going
2: yeah. to open away game next year because I still have <sighs> one. No, I get All
1: right.
0: Like, and we'll get into it. Obviously about Lewis Cass and stuff like that. And yeah. I, I put my hands up, and I will say I've I've not rated him for for a long time. I don't know what he was in the team for yesterday. I just don't understand it whatsoever. And I just. Like, he should not have been put in that situation as well. Like, yeah. I said that on the on the group chat, and Tom rightfully had a go at me for that and said that, you know, he hadn't played up to standard. But Lewis Cass shouldn't be in that team. Lewis Cass shouldn't be playing League One football. And so, they, when that, they, not, when they not,
1: played... None of that back three should be. Because all, all three of them down to us, and I'm, I, 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 I know that... People aren't going to be happy with me because Nathan Smith is Nathan Smith. But all three of them down tools. You watch them goals back, and every single one of them goals, you can pick out one of the back three that's either not in the picture yeah. or not doing their job.
0: I think you get forty games for the league one football out and Nathan Smith though every single season. Yeah, Nathan that's, Smith. Yes, but you games don't. But you don't get that. You don't get forty. It's the consistency level. I wouldn't say... I'm going to say Lewis Cass can't. Like, I don't think he... like He occasionally looks like he can play League One football, but... He's a right-back, isn't he? No. Yeah, he's a right-back. He's, he's a right-back in a League Two team. right? He looked average for us when in the season that we got promoted. When he got injured right there, and, he was he'd, shocked. and he'd made mistakes against Oldham, against Bradford, yeah. and, and he'd made serious errors against those games, you were like... He's injured. He's out for the season. Oh well, that's the end we'll see. If we go up, that's the end we'll see. I ludicrous decision for me to sign him up for 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 the level above when he had not really proved himself in that level. So, but then you've got Dan Jones, and I don't think Dan Jones puts in forty games of League One football. He can do it. I think you get. I don't, but I just don't think he's consistent enough, right, at so, that level. So- but I think but, he's probably consistent at league two level, probably.
1: Dan Jones reminds me of me as a footballer. If 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 my first couple of things don't aren't right, and you you'll know this, my first couple of things aren't right, I'm having a shitter. And that's what Dan Jones reminds me of. If his first couple of things that he does aren't spot on, you may as well have subbed yeah. my five minutes. And that's and, and that shouldn't be the case with a professional. And Jonesy, as soon as he gives that ball away, his game's gone. Yeah. It, it, because his head just drops, and I don't know if that's if that needs someone on the pitch, someone on the sidelines. I don't. I don't know what it is because I can't nail that down. I don't know because, like you, Stu, you, you will say right. You've seen me do that. What Dan Jones did. And you've subbed that pass
0: a oh, hundred times,
1: yeah, but you've subbed me after five minutes uh, after about ten minutes of crew away, you subbed me after that because I was having a shitter, but that didn't yeah. that the next week wasn't no, right no. exactly uh, yeah you were fine after that yeah and that and that's the thing but is it, I don't know what solves that issue that's, But you shouldn't that... be doing that as a professional footballer. You shouldn't need to be taken
0: off after twenty minutes, and then then you're alright for five games, and then you have another one like that, and
1: then that's that's fine in like, amateur football, isn't it? <laughs> that you have that, but you're a professional footballer, which yeah, which, which then which then why like you just said said to ignore a League One football, and I, I kind of think yeah, you you're onto something. He there. can
3: do, he can do
0: it. He can play at that level. Like I've seen him play League One football, and think. Uh, plenty of times over the last uh, over the last year or so, that he's he's fine playing there. But then you just have these games where it's just a complete shit show from him, and he's he's the one at fault. And yeah. you just how many you can't have like Nathan Smith supposed to and uh, like he has bad games and he's had one yesterday for sure. So like, but he genuinely seems to not have that many of them. Like. I thought what we were going to do in the summer is go and bring two or three other centre-backs that could also put in 40, 40 games a season at centre-half and we could then we'd have something pretty solid at the back. I mean, nothing from yesterday was as promised, was it? Like, no. in terms of what we're going to be, we're going to be full of effort and we're going to be we're going strong, to be fitter than effort. everybody else. We're going to be stronger than everybody else. And these are the non-negotiables. Well, yeah. they were fitter, stronger and faster than us
2: yesterday. Yeah. And just my two penneth on everything that you two have just been on about. Nathan Smith is a League One defender, but yesterday was fucking a dismal. Is he a League One defender that's going to play in the top six side and get you promoted to the championship? I think I'm with you, Johnny. I don't think he's that. That's not where we are at this moment in time. In fact, if yesterday's anything go by, we're looking at fucking staying in the league. Cass Jones, we'll get on to him as we get in. As for you saying Swindon 6 0 was worse than yesterday, I think on the full 90 minutes, I agree with you. However, that second 45 for me is the worst 45 I've ever witnessed. And that is, it was fucking. But dog I think shit. Johnny's saying ball.
0: in terms of that, like, that team that played against Swindon was. Just oh, the team that played against Swindon is a lot worse than
2: the one yesterday, yeah. But yeah, that second 45, sort of how that team folded, is not fucking acceptable. How that team no. Folded, no. Or they claim cool. for Crosby? And we'll talk about Crosby as we go. And I'm not calling for his head after game one. And we'll talk about it later. However, he's just put a shitload of pressure on himself.
1: Yeah, yes, yes. But, he, but I'd also be looking at your captain and your vice captain on that day as well. Because both of them, both of them didn't help themselves there.
2: Well, let's be honest. Every player that has played a part in that team this day has now wrote themselves into history for all the wrong reasons. And they will always be part of the side that lost 7-0 on the opening day of the season and has got the record for... The, the Joint biggest loss on the opening day of the season until I'll someone be, else gets beat eight. I'll be honest. In, it,
1: yeah, but in twelve months time, no 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 one's no one cares. Like we, we in, do it, as Vale fans, but no one else does. No, I don't I don't think you do. I think in, if if everything goes right in this time in twelve months time, you're not thinking, Ooh, 12 months ago we lost seven nil to Barnsley." Like, if things go right. If and go and, right, yeah, you're right. You're right. And and so so the, the the performance, the the result everything, no one gives a shit about. What happens now? Crosby's put a shitload of pressure on himself and the players. Yeah. Well, Crosby has. Crosby and the players have put a shitload of pressure on themselves for a note, for for a cup game on Tuesday that 70 percent of Ale fans, if we would have lost against Fleetwood in the cup. If we would have lost 2-0 against Barnsley, lost against Fleetwood, 70% of fans would have gone, meh, we're out the cup. Mm, okay, sound. It's against Fleetwood. I would have liked to have beat them, but okay, let's move on. That game now becomes must-win. The, sure. sec- the second football match of the season should not be must-win. But it is now, and I don't know what happens because I, I honestly don't know how, if we lose against Fleetwood, I don't know how he comes back again from it and that's not me asking for him to be sacked right that because i don't want him to be sacked i want him to be given the chance but i don't know how he comes back from it yeah so there is a precedent
0: on this one as well isn't there yeah because i brought it up on the i brought it up on the group chat earlier and andy gave the right answer of who it was this norwich lost 7-1 at home on the opening day. I can't remember exactly which year it was, but we're talking probably in the last 10, 15 years. They lost 7-1 at home to Colchester on the opening day after they'd been relegated to League One. And Brian Gunn was in charge. He did not last very long after that. And I think he won his next game in Mm -hmm. in charge. Now, different thing. Colchester, Norwich, local. Norwich, massive team versus Colchester, nobodies, basically, at, at that level. And we're looking at that, so it's a different circumstance. So I don't think it's quite as serious as that. But the, you know, seven nils are hard to get over, yeah, and yeah. Seven,
2: seven nil on the opening days are to get over. That's yeah, what I'm to, saying. To put it into context, last season we conceded seventy-one goals, and we also that was far too many. And this season we brought the players in to not do that. We've conceded virtually ten percent of that on game day one. Yeah, yeah. That,
1: that's yeah. fucking yeah. damage. No, you can't. You can't argue against that, and it's something I said. To, I said to Jamer today as well. Is is I said to him that I'll like he should buy my drinks until we're in positive goal difference, and he laughed and when that's about ten games, and that's 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 a sad, sad thing to think about. Isn't it, after losing seven,
2: and that's if the ten games go well, we might not be in a positive goal difference for the rest of the season after that. No, but I, I honestly think
1: right. I think for me, Crosby. I'm happy with him as a manager. I'm happy with the recruitment, barring the striking side of it. I'm not saying I'm unhappy with the the three strikes we've got now because I'm I'm Wilson aside. The the two we brought in, I'm happy with Wilson. Um, I'm very much the one on the we fence.
2: brought in because Addison's still there.
1: Yeah, yeah, but okay, but and, I mean, since the the Josh past Thomas talk... looked all right yesterday. Yeah. yeah, he did. He did. But... Uh, Wilson, Wilson, I'm on the fence with. We we still we hundred percent still need another striker. Agreed. So we we'll let that happen. Gav Massey. People on Twitter really pissed me off about him yesterday because they 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 went for him. And Bez you don't like him, and I get that. But people went for Gav Massey yesterday for no reason because it, Massey wasn't bad yesterday. It wasn't when we great. get to him, I'm going to piss you off then. Um,
2: okay. It wasn't bad yesterday though. We'll talk to when we get there because I disagree.
0: No, I'm with, I'm with you, Johnny. He wasn't. He wasn't bad. He just needed to be a bit more direct. But we'll get. Yeah. Obviously, we'll talk to you about him properly. He just needed yeah. to be a we'll bit talk more when direct. We get there, but
2: no, I totally, I totally, totally disagree. And we'll talk when we get there. So let's get through the stats for you. So on a seven 0 loss, the possession and yes, it's due to rounding because this is hundred and one percent. Vale fifty one percent. Barnsley fifty percent. Mm-hmm. So we've shaded possession in the game. We've lost 7-0. We had total,
3: total... shots.
2: Yep, total shots. We had 13 to their 12. So we yep. had more shots. On target, they've had 8 to our 4. So they've had 8 shots on target. 7 have gone in. And I don't blame the goalie for that before anyone else gets on six, the bandwagon. Six, six, oh, to be fair,
1: 6 of them went in. 6 of them. Dan Jones chested one in. So that doesn't count. Yep, yeah, to be fair.
2: And then corners, and we're going to be much better on set pieces this year. They had 3, we had 6.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Did, yeah, stat- are these are these stats skewed by the fact that they
1: stopped playing after about sixty minutes? No, because I think I think most I think most of that was the first half.
2: I was gonna say we stopped after 45.
1: Well, 35.
2: Well thirty-five, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, and then goalkeeping saves There's made four. We made two yellow cards, they had six yellow cards to our two. And as we've already said, it finished Barnsley seven. Fucking seven. Don't adjust your radio, for those that didn't know. Seven, Port Vale, nil. Absolute shit show. So let's get on to it. Johnny, you messaged me before the game about the team. And let's see what your thoughts were, because I haven't got a clue. I can't remember. Um, right. First starting 11 of the season, dot, 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 dot. Cass is an odd one, but with no barmer, I'd say injury would kept him out of Doncaster. massive starting when we have two strikers on the bench hurts me a lot. Midfield three is perfect, especially for today. Saving Grace is the bench. They were yep. before kickoff. Yeah. And on the Barmer one, the club have come out and told us Tom Condon's out for three months. There's a lot of people in the stand yesterday seem to think Barmer's out for two months. Don't know if that's true or not. It's just what people were telling me. If he's out for two months, come and tell us because we need some explanation about that
1: back three. Yeah, see, uh, that's... Up. I I've I've heard Barman's out for two weeks, so
2: in I've heard two months, so no yeah. one knows. So, and we all know yeah. Lowe went off injured at Doncaster, so and it, the thought was it wasn't too serious. So again, fingers crossed,
1: but all, all three all three of them were there walking around beforehand and stuff like that and didn't look like they were in dire straits. So fair enough, I didn't notice them. I did notice yeah. some of the others that weren't
2: in the squad, but fair enough. So yeah, Stu, any thoughts on Johnny's pre-match comments? Obviously, you've got hindsight, but what were your thoughts before the game?
0: Well, yeah, I saw Cass I got up about twenty to seven, so twenty minutes before kickoff, saw Cass and was like, I don't know, fair enough, like I trust him that he's doing the right thing. Um, I didn't really have necessarily have a big big issue with the team. Like I thought we might have gone with, I thought we might have taken a punt on a striker, but he's cautious, isn't he? He's cautious. Yeah. I think he's a cautious manager. So, well, I don't think he was going to change it and bring new players in to to
2: to do that. Like, yeah. I just... He wasn't cautious at 3-0 when I think an experienced manager would have probably shut up shop, said, today's a bad day and let's not get pummeled. And we'll get on to um, that when we get to Crosby. I don't think he knew how to change it. And that's worrying but again, no, I'm not the percent one day. Genuinely, like funny.
0: I don't think a lot of managers would have known how to change that at that point. Like, I think they come out poor second half, and I think, from my perspective, the the floodgate was opened, and it was how long they were going to ram the ram the ball that ram the ball in the back of our net. Like, I don't think a lot of managers would have been able to get themselves out of that situation. Yeah. I, that my serious concern before when we when we hired him was that he's a, whether he can step up and be a manager and not a coach, and I, that's the kind of like that's the yeah. kind of worry that I have in and terms still, of so right yeah uh, that's Michelle the kind McCallin. of thing that I worry about because like yeah some managers would be able to turn that around and he, yeah, and he wasn't able to.
2: As I say, that's to be seen. This podcast won't be calling for his head after one game. Nope. We will see where we are. My view at this moment in time is I'll see where performances are at the end of August. And I am saying the end of August. And a lot of people go, fucking now, that's early best. After yesterday, if we put in another three or four performances
1: like that, he's gone. But, let's be fair, plus another one of them performances gone. Yeah, but yeah. Don't... That might yeah. not happen. I think Agree. The first 45 minutes, and this is the frustrating thing, the first 45 minutes was almost brilliant.
2: If we'd have gone in in front at half-time, I don't think anybody would have said that's a shock. Because it was two individual errors that then, as you've already said, collated with other people not doing the jobs that gave Barnsley their two goals. And Barnsley fans, I've seen them tweeting after 15-20 minutes saying Port Vale are like Barcelona. They're fucking brilliant. For me, we were brilliant, but we did look weak at the back and we looked two-plus up front. And let's hope that when the new signings
1: come in, them two things are solved. See, I, I can't agree with the two-plus up front thing. I think Alice's header... Alice's header is, is just as good of a chance as any one of the Barnsley ones that they had. The difference is Alice's was saved and Barnsley's was. And, and, and was and, and... But playing... Not playing devil's advocate, my view.
2: Their always made one good save in ninety minutes. Hmm. The rest yeah. were all regulation saves. Yeah. Did we? I...
0: Did you think, Johnny, when we went two down that we could pull it back to two each?
1: After the first half performance, yes, I did. I thought. I, I honestly thought bringing Josh Thomas off the bench and Chislett yeah, would have would have changed something because I thought what we were missing is, and this is. Obviously, it's going to sound like I'm digging at Gav here because I thought it was decent. Bringing Gav off for Thomas, a proper striker, would have got yourself into the box and maybe maybe created something.
2: I don't, don't I don't disagree with that. Had we kept that same 11, I know we couldn't because Mitch got an injury, had we kept that same 11, do you think we could have scored two goals?
1: Yeah, because we created enough chances in that first half. We created but... one. We didn't. We didn't create one chance. No, good no. Chance. no I, P- I, 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 we had one no.
0: good
2: chance and a few p-rollers from outside the box that they no, no. We were, They had to make a few last
0: ditch clearances. Yeah, and they had to put the ball out a couple of times for corners because we were searching deep into the box and it was a touch away or something like that. When we were in there for 25, 30 minutes at the start, we were we looked dangerous. Now, I did question whether we could score two goals. I thought we. You know, we got one maybe. Then, but when we went two 0 down, I was seriously concerned that we weren't going to be able to pull that back to two. all as it turns out, I mean, no concerns because we definitely weren't getting seven back. So, no. but the, I just don't think we were toothless. I just don't know like that we've got enough firepower to to come from two
2: 0 down. Like, but a lot of teams don't. Now, mm. I'm with you, Johnny. I think the changes from the bench we could have done, I don't believe that 11 that started have got two goals in them if they were
1: playing now. I, 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 I'll be honest, mate. I think Sang had two or three bits where if he laid it off better, would have created us into better, better places in that first half, right? So, yeah, I, I just think that if we play, if we mirror that first half in the second half, we score at least one goal, at least one goal. We don't concede another because we don't look like we were going to concede a goal. And we've we've got a chance. We we give ourselves a chance. That's all I'm saying. Could we have scored two? Yes, of course we could have. Because they've gone and scored five in a second half. We could have scored two. We could have. Would we have scored two? I don't know. We had enough chances in that first half and enough half chances to say, actually, yes, we could have. But the problem was, you can't play for 35 minutes in a 90-minute game. You can't do it. You'll lose every game if you do that.
2: I just don't think we had the players on the pitch in that first half that could have taken any of the half chances. Now, well, had they, we got people on the bench that could have done? Yes, I think we had. I was just about to say, like...
0: As I said, thought Massey did okay, but like having a, a second natural strike on the field in the first half, I think might have tipped the balance. Somebody might have just nipped in in front of a nipped in front of a defender because they've got that that nouse to to see that's the moment that they drop in, like Ariston did, where he where he makes that run. He makes that run because it's a lovely lovely step across the defender to get in, and we needed a second. You need a second person. That's the bit that Massey doesn't give you because he hasn't got that natural instinct to to make those runs. Like, yeah. and that's why I was saying I want Massey to run at, run at people with the ball that he's got and be confident with it because he can't bring you the fox in the box uh, instinct that 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 we're missing. Really,
2: yeah, we'll see. And Ref Watch brought to you by repair-glasses.co.uk i'm going to skip over because we've been going for 50 minutes we haven't gone to the players yet but ref is brought to you by repair-glasses.co.uk all i say is i think my view of him was probably swayed for the fact that i thought he implemented the new laws very very well could we have had a penalty after 90 minutes i'd like to see it back my instinct in the ground was alice made a meal of it but i haven't seen it back it wasn't a penalty in my eyes Wanted. it Fair enough, and that was my instinct in the ground. Alice has felt to a touch and thrown himself forward to make it look like it's a heavy touch. That was my he instinct. He
0: did, didn't send one of our players off for nothing, so he's instantly improved on when he reffed us against Lincoln last year.
2: Yeah, and the tackle on Mitch Clark before half-time, all of us in the group that were there, Johnny, me, you and Tom, all said great tackle.
1: Yeah, it was, yeah. It was a great tackle. He got everything. It's perfect For me, it's a perfect tackle. You, you win the ball, you take the man out. Agree, and agree. We don't like, obviously... I, for me, the Harrison thing is a penalty, though. Because, I haven't seen it back. Well, I haven't seen it back, but in the ground, outside of the area, that's a free kick. And that's yeah. all I'm saying.
0: He got yeah. shoulder to shoulder to him. Outside the area, that's a free kick. No, I, I, think he got, I
1: think he got shoulder to shoulder right. to him. They both missed it. So, Stu, right, 30 seconds later, down the other end, the referee gives us a free kick for exactly the same thing.
0: Did you think I just? I, honestly, I just didn't think I didn't think there was the contact was there, but they both went up for it. Neither of them got it, and he,
1: he didn't stop. He didn't impede. Uh... 30, yeah, But all I'm saying is, thirty seconds later, the same thing is given a free kick, and it felt like the referee was giving a free kick to go fucked up there because it wasn't. It, it didn't feel like it was a free kick, and the, the issue I have with it is that. You will see so many fouls given outside the area that aren't given in the area, and and that is my big pet peeve with this. If it's a foul, no matter where it is on the pitch, it should be a foul.
2: Agree with you on that. Now, I do know in the law changes this year, refs were told to allow more physical contact. Obviously not to the point where it's a foul, but they were told the slightest touch isn't a foul. Watching the Football League show last night, because I did put myself through it and watch it all, it seems as though in the Championship there was a lot of ones that, probably would have been given last year that weren't. So which I do wonder end? if refs have been told in the penalty area it's got to be more, which I don't agree with. I'm just wondering if refs have been told that. I would like seat back. So if anybody listening has got a clip of it, Josh Green, I'm thinking, and can send oh, it I, me.
0: I can, I can do you one after.
2: Fair yeah. enough. I'd love seat back. On this moment in time, then, given that I don't think it was and Stu doesn't. so it's two to one, I'm giving the ref eight out of ten because, actually, if it wasn't a penalty, he's got all the big decisions wrong. All the big decisions right. If it wasn't, he implemented the new laws well, and let's be honest, he wasn't at fault for the fact we lost seven nil.
1: Yeah, no, I think you've been right. I think he refed the game fine. I think a couple of times where there was a couple of decisions where he thought, "What, what's he giving there?" But he actually, like you said, the new laws, he did it right. the The, the chance, the first half where he booked two Barnsley players, like bang, bang. Mm-hmm for not getting back on a free kick. Yeah, that's that's spot on. And I think that's something which I think for the first month, we're going to be shit hot on. And then players, hopefully, will realise this isn't worth it because by the end of the first month, they might be missing a game.
2: Yeah, I I hope so. And I hope that is what happens. So, yeah, ref watch very quickly, 8 out of 10 for me. I thought he had a decent game. But I will drop that if it was a penalty when I see it back. Um, Right, Johnny, let's go through the ratings. We'll start with you and we'll start with in goal number one, Connor Ripley.
1: Uh, four for Ripley. I think you can't concede seven goals and get much more. Were any as his faults? The second goal, could he have done better? Possibly. The fourth one, where it goes up, fifth one, maybe actually goes kind of under him and sangs behind it. A lot of people are picking up on That's the five. Oh, yeah, the, the, a lot of people picking up on Sang just basically giving up. But it mm. he should—he's he, he, done enough to get himself on it. Should should he be get more to it? Probably. His kicking was brilliant. His distribution was good. But I just think some sometimes his command of his area just from a, from a lad that we've been told that's he should have the ability to play better play, play better and higher. I think Aiden Stone gets an absolute raping from our fans. Honor Ripley's got off very, very lightly for me. So, it's a four for me.
2: Fair enough. Yeah,
0: I probably wouldn't disagree with that. I think, you know, we talked about it earlier, probably he'll look at himself for the second goal. Uh, Whether whether he, you know, hesitated because Smith was running towards him, I think you've just got to come out and just do something there. But um for me his it's distribution was all right. It wasn't a, it wasn't the right day for Crosby to come out and say that we've got the best goalkeeper in the league. Uh I think that was a bit of a mistake from Crosby but that's not down to Ripley. And Ripley's come out and basically apologised as well, which is yeah. like you you know fronting up like in terms of character you've got to you've got to enjoy that bit of it that he's, he's come out and sort of said that he's apologist apologetic about it, but I like, genuinely don't know how much he's got to apologise for.
2: Yeah. With you both, it's hard to give a goalie any more than four that's conceded seven. And some people would say that's generous. However, I do think for me, there's probably only the second he could have done more with. Um, and I think he was completely let down by what was in front of him for me, but we'll see. Mm-hmm better Conor Ripley performances throughout the season, or at least I fucking hope we will, because if we don't, and he's not the only one there's probably 11 that we're going to say that about or 10, let's see. Um, Well, we'll see. See if you say he's had a decent game, let's go from that. Stu, on to you first, I'm going from right to left across the back, even though Sky have got Dan Jones as right centre-back, which obviously he wasn't. Um, it was Louis Cass who let's be honest looks as though he's been in the gym over the summer he's bulked up but he's still weak as fucking piss. The,
0: there were a couple of goals where you just directly just thought what on earth are you doing? And uh, one was the one was the third um, he was he was 10 yards behind 10 yards behind play and uh, Sang's picking up Devante Cole. And the only reason you'd have three center halves when you've got two centers, center forwards playing against you is so that your right sided center, half, center half picks up your picks up your uh, the other striker. And the fifth one, wait, you need to watch that again. I don't know if you have, but he goes flying out of his goal to try and chase somebody down. And then all they do is loft it over the uh, over the top and that kitchen comes through and smashes it in the back of the net. Exactly in the spot where you would expect to have your right side, centre half defending. It's just, that, we've been that. through it. He's not a defender. He, he's, not a, he's not a league one player for me. He didn't play anywhere close to how he can play as well yesterday, which was a really disappointing thing. But he shouldn't have been put in the position for me where he was in the team. I don't think he's good enough and I don't think it's fair on him to stick him in that team. Uh, yeah. And I don't think he, he... He was one of the ones that, sh- that gave up pretty quickly as well. And it's yeah. not the first time I've seen it off him either.
2: No, fair enough. And that fifth goal infuriated me more than any of the seven. That fifth one was fucking dog shit. As yeah. were probably all seven, if I'm honest, but that fifth one infuriated me more than any because that was fucking atrocious, that fifth one. He just ran through unmarked, one ball over the top and he's one-on-one with your goal. What the do, do you see where... Where Cass came out,
0: just watch it again. Cass runs out to, right, come back yeah. to, come back. Yeah, sorry, you watch it again with what? Cass, mm? and he runs out to to close the ball down. There's no need to run and close the ball down then, and he he leaves it in the exact space that you would expect your defender to be in. To defend the the oncoming uh, uh, attacker, who it just turned out to be their their centre half, was it Kitchen? So yeah. yeah, it's just it's just piss poor. Like and it's just a complete lack of awareness of the situation that you're in at that yeah, stage it to, to do that. Sorry, it i am yeah, critical of him because shit. I've I've been quite critical of him for a long time, uh, but he's he's not actually got any better.
2: Yeah, on yesterday's performance and we've always said on this pod we'll judge it on the performance he's not a league one footballer and he's got to do a lot to convince me that he is now and that's on his performance yesterday that doesn't mean he's a bad person that doesn't mean he's a twat that doesn't mean he's anything that it means that on yesterday's performance he's not a league one footballer and he's got a lot to do Johnny on to you Louis Cass and I'll just say this here because it's not going to be Louis Cass we'll do the paralysis escapes man of the match if you've got one at the end of the 11
1: fair enough Zero for Cass. Fair. It's potentially the worst performance I've ever seen from a Vale player. Actually, the Skhagen. Yeah, worse than that. You know. I think, like Stu just said, you watch every goal back. Three, three, three or four of them. Cass isn't even in the picture for, and it's on their side, and if that's my have... worry. Yeah, and that the thing is from. Smithy, Jones lost their men a couple of times, right? But they were in the vicinity to lose their men. If you're not in the vicinity to lose your man, you've done something wrong there. In a back three, when you can see the goal, your three centre-halves should be in that picture. Well, if
2: you're not in the picture, you haven't lost him. You've never fucking had him. Yeah, exactly.
1: And I just think that, like, he... This, is, this hurts because I don't want to slander one of our players, but he didn't win a tackle. Correct. We've seen the stats. Yeah, he didn't win an header. Correct. We've seen the stats. And at the end of it, he didn't look like a footballer. Not a League One footballer, he didn't look like a footballer. And that's the worry. That The bare minimum that you expect is put yourself about in them situations. It felt like he went hiding. It felt like the reason he was chasing the balls up there was he could turn around and say, Well I was running. And it just yeah, it just it's just not good. It is not good at all. And nope. yeah, Cast has had a right a right shit a right shitter there. Yeah. And I've got
2: nothing to add to what you two have said and I agree wholeheartedly with
0: that. don't understand how I can't, OK, I kind of understand why we brought Jakovic on for Harrison at that point. But when it was absolutely abundantly clear that there was a big problem at the back and your centre-half is completely out to lunch, then
2: perhaps that's the sub you make. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Jakovic uh, should have been on a lot earlier. It's 6 now. Yeah, it would have been
0: or on... I don't care whether he's left-footed or or left-handed. Just stick him at right-sided centre-back. He would have done a job for the last 25 minutes or so. And you, it... sh- you, know, you shift Smith over. Shift Smith over yeah. to right and put I one on. Thought... Yeah. They should like... all be able to use both bloody feet anyway, so it shouldn't really matter. But I think, yeah, I was just a bit frustrated that he actually stayed on.
2: Yeah, let's be honest.
0: In the 90 minutes, because it was... it's not... Aside from anything else, uh, on top of it, wasn't fair on the fans and it wasn't fair on him because no. he was just completely out to sea.
2: He was nowhere near the level that he should be. Yeah. No, I'm with you. And let's be honest, if Jakovic had only got one leg, he could have done a better job. But we'll move on. Johnny, on to you. Middle of the back three, Captain Marvel or Captain whatever you want to call him, Nathan Smith.
1: A two. I, I think I think you look at that first goal, right? Dan Jones gives it away. Devante Cole breaks his neck to get in that box. Smithy doesn't break stride. Now that could be his running style, and I could be being overly harsh here, but I want to see my centre back killing himself to get back there. Throw yourself. It could be. It it, it could be. Do you, know, do you know that sort of thing that that you see players do where. You know they haven't really got a chance of doing it, but they're going to they're going do it anyway, so it looks like they're trying hard. Yeah. Throw himself at that ball as it comes in. like granted, the first? Yeah, it, it, that one. Granted, he could slide in, in for it and put it past Ripley, but he looks like he's jogging, and I've watched it back so many times. It does not look like he's sprinting, and that I, really infuriates me.
0: I'm just going to throw this out there, and yeah, I think you will disagree with me in a second. But it looked like he was trying to toe the line, the offside line. So he was trying to make sure that he wasn't, he wasn't giving Devante Cole loads of room to run into. So he was trying to hold, hold the line because, but the problem was that when he did that was that he gave more space for the pass to be bent round, round the corner into Devante Cole's path. So if he'd actually given it, if he's given it full beans to the edge of the box, that pass has got to go between the 18 yard box and in the six yard line, which is a lot harder for, for the pass to actually get through. Whereas he actually, it's because he gave sort of 25, 30 yards out and he's got that space to play it into, that's that's it was a problem. But I, I can see what he was trying to do, I just don't think it was the right
2: choice. Good analysis and good. Um thing to say, you know, if it was on the box there's less to yeah, fair enough. But whatever he did, he didn't work, Johnny.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I think like you you look at a couple of the bits and bobs and it just it wasn't a captain's performance. Yeah, that's fair. Stu I'm here for the
2: sparkling analysis. Was that <laughs> what for? I'm glad you're here for something.
0: <laughs> well some it wasn't for me hosting skills, was it? So well yeah. Uh, Yeah, no, I just, yeah, he didn't have a good game. I think he got masked a little bit as well by the fact that the other two were just diabolical. So Mm -hmm. uh, I think, like, um, but I know that he won't do that very often. So it's the, the one concern is from the whole thing is that he's captain He's captain and he wants to be captain and he and he's there. And this is what happened when we had him captain last time was that he 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 lost his he lost his way with, with his actual game, concentrated yeah. on being captain. And I just don't want that to happen again. Don't think it will,
2: but yeah. Yeah, you just took my comment out of what I was about to say that if it is we all think he's old, well, he is older and he's more experienced, we don't think that it's a fact. But we all thought that he'd cope with the captaincy this time. If it turns out by the end of August he can't cope with it and he needs to concentrate on his own game and forget about everyone else, then the captain's armband needs to be removed. I'm not asking for that after one game, same as I'm not asking for the manager's head after one game. But it's something that needs to be considered long-term if his performances carry on like this, which I don't think they will. I think it was a real bad day. And as you both say, he probably got away with a lot of criticism because the two around him are moving on to the other one around him, left of the back three, Stu, was Dan Jones?
0: Yeah, I mean, he's just. I don't. He was, he was slow with his movement and slow with his passing before. The before he made the mistake for the first goal, he telegraphs that pass like you know, I could see it coming from four and a half thousand miles away. That he's he's making that pass, so it's pretty easy for the right right sided uh, defender to go, to go and do that. Uh, Sorry, the right-sided attacker to do that and take the ball away. Then you're looking at sort of like the second goal. I've got no idea what he's playing at there. Like, he's way too far inside the post to chest that out for a a corner. Just makes an absolute mess of it. And we didn't need that at that point. We needed players to be strong and make good decisions because we were one goal down and that was just an awful decision that he made to to do that uh, and there was no real justification for it because there wasn't anybody behind him either to, to come and tap it in so from there I, I'm going to be honest I don't really remember him being involved after that and and thinking that he'd he'd made big mistakes or anything but the damage had already been done at that stage for me
2: Mm, that's fair, that's fair And if you go in half-time one nil. Who knows, maybe that shit show of the second half Doesn't happen, but who knows Because we didn't Johnny, you've given most of your thoughts on Dan Jones So any final comments on his rating on Dan Jones?
1: Um, a two for Jonesy I think People are being unnecessarily harsh On Twitter Saying there is not a league a league one center off. I think that, for me, that's harsh I think he proved Enough last season. He, he he's a good he's a good defender. He has a tendency to make a mistake and his head drop, and that needs to be sorted. And whether that's due to things that have happened, the social media abuse, the death threats that the regard and stuff like that, I don't know. But you know, as a manager, he should have been. Dragged out of that fire a long time ago. And maybe Mitch Hawk's injury. <laughs> to, like I stop that from happening? But for me, at half time, it would have been an sh- uh, arm around Jan- Dan Jones's shoulder and said, Look, mate, today's not your day. It's nothing about you as a person. It's just, we we, we can't have that.
2: Mm. Fair, fair comments. Fair comments. And then moving on, I'm going to class him as wing-back, so we'll go to them Next right-sided wing-backs. I don't know if they were right midfield or right wing-back. They kind of do both jobs. And let's see what you thought of them. First of all, Johnny was our mate, Mitch, who managed 45 minutes before being clattered.
1: Yeah. Mitch it's looked all right going forward. Um, the second goal, he should have done a lot better for defensively. He didn't engage the cross early enough and just dangled the leg at it as they put the ball into the box. Um, but going forward, he looked decent. Um it looks like you're going to add a lot to the team. And hopefully the injury isn't a big one. So Mitch gets a five. Stu?
0: He was our best player, I thought. Um, I just thought he was... He looked lively. He had a couple of moments where he was... He went in and nicked the ball. with through some hesitation from Barnsley. And I think we have been missing that. Like, in terms of sort of like trying to get trying to get something going out of nothing. Uh and we were really good at that for the first 20 25 minutes where we were actually pressing him and then everybody's heads dropped and we decided not to play that game anymore. But he he was getting into some nice positions. Now obviously the defensive side of the game is something that you could work on, but he added value at that right right wing back position and I think he was he was a real positive that came out of it I'm just disappointed that he's injured and hopefully
2: it's not too bad yeah and I think after the game someone said to me Mitch Clark had a good game and I went no we didn't and I think I was overly arsed looking back what I expected him to do a little bit more and maybe it was the performance of the team etc I expected him to beat his man a little bit more but he actually put some decent balls in the box he worked hard and he was always in an outlet for us so I think I was probably are you expecting
0: arsed. a Wasser to go and play at that right wing back position
2: maybe maybe and maybe that's harsh. Yeah, I
0: don't. I don't know. It's like, I'd love Wasa. Like, in terms of if he'd signed a one-year deal, I, I nearly cried, cried
2: watching the Football League show, seeing him celebrate Barrow's goals and be involved. Oh,
0: did he... Yeah, I mean, he's going to be a good player
2: down that level, isn't he? So, he'd be a good player at this level. But again, yeah, no, I think we'll leave that. British, there. Yeah. We'll leave that there because yeah. we've done it. We've done it to death. We all know we would have liked Was and we probably all understand why we didn't offer him two years. So. We'll move on from there. left then? And it is... It's you. It's you first. Connor Grant.
0: Connor Grant. I didn't really notice him, if I'm honest. Like, he was pretty anonymous. I I was like... He was steady. He wasn't wasn't letting us down at any point. Like, I didn't think he... like Especially, I'm, I'm going off the first half, really. Because it's hard to the second half's a bit of a blur. That's seventeen minutes, and quite a bit did come down that left-hand side. But he, the first half, he he didn't get involved enough. He was I wanted him to sort of bomb on a little bit, and he and he was he was being hesitant. I don't know if this is because of his injury or whether that's because we kind of because they had Herbie Kane down that side and they didn't want to didn't want to risk too much going forward. But he just seemed quiet and. Um, like, we'll have a go at Dan Jones for that pass, but also, like, he was stood there waiting for the pass. I mean, it was, it's, it's not 100% Dan Jones on that pass. Like, you should have been moving, you should have been involved in that. And then the second half, I think, you know, there's crosses come down from that left hand side where you, you've got to look at your left hand, left side, defender, have you, at that point, as to whether what they were contributing to the game. And I just didn't think he, he fully offered anything at that stage, so uh, he wasn't the worst player on the pitch. Mm. But he, but he didn't, he didn't stand out either to me.
2: Yeah, and not being the worst player on the pitch is like not being the uh, like being the nicest guy in presence. So, Johnny, what were your thoughts on Connor Grant?
1: Um, a four for Grant. I thought he came with a lot of promise and failed to deliver first game. Yeah, we'll we'll give it we'll give him benefit, but as your technical wing back, the, the person that's supposed to be the set piece specialist, I think he took two. And that was that was a concern. Like why why wasn't he on more of the free kicks and stuff we had? Like, I don't get it. Um just looked he he looked still two weeks short. Mm-hmm. And I think that was a big thing for me as he he didn't look fit. Um, and that might be because he's had a big injury, and I'm not hiding behind the fact that, but we're protecting Willow by not putting him in this starting 11. So, putting Grant in there says to me that he's he may be shown it, but he just did not look fit. Yeah, I agree with that. I'll tell you my concern
2: now looking at this squad. Mitch Clark gets injured and you move a centre midfielder to right wing back, who, yes, can play right wing back, but he's still a square peg and a round hole. If Conor Grant's not playing, who's going to play left wing back?
0: Yeah. Well, we're going to have to go out. We're going to have to make a move, aren't we, at some point? With Benning going, I would presume we're bringing somebody in. Are we going to bring a young lad in on loan for the season? I presume we are going to make a move at some point or another to bring replace Benning, aren't we?
2: We need something because at the moment from what i see of this squad we've got two wing backs at the club we've got mitch clark and we've got connor grant mitch clark's now picked up a knock where's the depth and if reports are true that we've made 300 grand from the young lad from the youth team and 200 gram from will Forrester, it's time going to spend a bit of it and whether right. that's striker wing back combined i don't know but it's time to go and spend a bit of that now
0: But well, as i said like we said earlier like it's going to be more difficult over the next week or so, over the next couple of weeks or so, to bring somebody in based on that result yesterday. Yeah, yeah, I That does make it more difficult. Like, yeah. if you were looking at it, you're thinking: number one, we look crap. Uh, why would I want to be part of this? And number two, I'm signing for a manager. How long is he going to be here if if we're getting if we're getting dick seven nil every week? Yeah. So yeah, I think it's there's back. a couple of a couple of issues going out in the transfer market this week.
2: Yeah, and for anybody wondering, that's Stew's pussy, meowing. Um Moving on, Johnny, midfield three. Let's start with the holding man, vice captain
1: Funto Ojo. Um, three for Ojo. I thought he he seemed weak as piss for the third goal, was it? Where Chislett played the ball to him.
2: Yeah, it was never a foul. I've watched that one back and that is never yeah. a foul for those that were telling me on the coach, Funzo got fouled and the ref should have stopped the game. If that's a fucking foul, this game is gone.
1: Well, if it's a foul, then Alex Harrison gets a penalty, doesn't
2: he? Agree. No, agree with that. If it's a foul, contact's a foul because that's what mm-hmm. it was. It was contact. And Funzo's foul teat, gone by last season's rule, thrown himself down. I and mean, yeah, he probably gets it last season. But they've been told the slightest touch isn't a foul. Never a foul. Get on your fucking feet.
1: Yeah, I think... But my other issue with Funzo was, as you're holding midfielder, I don't remember him making a tackle, and I think that's, I think that's your thing. Like when your back's against the wall, is that fair? Yeah, yeah, it is fair. we seven 0 so fair.
2: yeah, it is fair. It is fair. Carry on.
1: When you're back, when you backs against the wall, you're holding midfielder, you want to make a tackle, and and he didn't do it. So, he, he's been given vice-captaincy. People are questioned whether he's the right man for the job. I've got no, I've got no worries about him being vice-captain. Not
2: but, not
1: what I have got a worry about is, is he a holding midfielder? Because, last season we saw a composed midfielder, we saw a lad that was good with the ball. I never actually saw last season a lad that was making them tackles and I'm not saying Pett's the right, the right player, but we never saw him winning the ball back and going and doing something with it. It was always giving him the ball and letting him do something with it. So he's got a lot to prove this season that he is that holding midfielder. And based on 90 minutes of Barnsley, I still think we're short on one.
2: Yeah, and I agree with you and I agree. I'm not asking for Tom Pett to be the answer. I do think Tom Pet offers the defence more protection yesterday than they got. I'm not saying he is the answer, but I think if we look at Tom Pet, he very rarely let us down in that holding midfield role, and maybe we don't lose seven 0 if Tom Pet's there. Doesn't mean he's the right man for the season, but he was certainly the right man for yesterday's no, game. I'm for really saying it's with too. Tom
0: Pet is that he's, he's he's not signed for anyone, has he? No, no.
1: I'm, I don't think Tom Pet's the answer. I just think that my question is is more is Funzo holding midfielder? That's more my question than is Tom Pet the answer?
2: Yeah.
0: And
1: you don't fair, know what he is if he's not. Gosh.
2: Is he a box-to-boxer? I think he can be. I think he's got that in him. Maybe he I is. I think he proved but... that last season when he played with yeah. that.
0: Well, we had a box-to-box midfielder yesterday that he could easily replace. Well, we'll get is on with? to that. Oh, right. yeah. yeah. Okay, fair
2: enough. Yeah, we'll get on to that. Guant, Stu, your final thoughts on girls just want to have Funzo. To... But they didn't yesterday. <laughs> Cause it was yeah uh, yeah, he wasn't he
0: wasn't good. I don't think he he needed somebody to just be that ballast in midfield for us, and I just don't think he offered that for us yesterday. Mm. I think he did early doors again, he's another one that probably did early doors, but it's got to be a ninety minute job, especially when everything else is caving in around you. Your older midfielder man's got to be the one that's stopping the floodgates opening mm. and I just don't think he don't think he did. Well, he obviously didn't because they were open. Yeah? yeah, He's the one that pulls it together. The older midfielder, your number four, number six, is it? No, I prefer number four. But yeah, your number six is the one that holds it all together, and he didn't.
2: So yeah, that's fair. I'm moving on. Shoe, you've already mentioned your box to box midfielder yesterday. Not the best game he's ever had, let's be honest. The best on earth, Ben Garrity.
0: I I messaged Nath. Friend of the show, Nathan, after 30 minutes, and said, Oh, well, I didn't realize Garrity had started. Zansia, and actually, seen his name in the lineup. Like, how could he be? I just, for me, he, he wasn't in the game at all. Like, I'm being nice about it for that he wasn't in the game. He genuinely didn't offer anything during 90 minutes. I can't, I literally can't remember him touching the ball. Can you, Johnny?
1: No. I think if that wasn't Ben Garrity, that player gets absolute palters. Because it's Ben, people have gone, we'll let him off for a little bit. He was fucking diabolical. I I just don't like. He's got to be more
0: involved in that game. Like, he is not the best technical player in the world. He is not the most tactical player in the world what he gives you is heart energy and determination and when things are going crap he's the one that you can rely on to basically try and pull, pull the team together a bit like funzo yesterday of funzo is a holding midfielder you need garrity there and he just didn't offer any of that yesterday so all the things that you expect from garrity we didn't get and he he doesn't he, he's not like you said, he's not going to be pinging 70 yard balls down the left hand side for somebody to run onto. He's not going to be smashing them in from 35 yards in the top corner. He's not going to be, you know, putting in a, uh, uh, you know, putting in a, just a, a dribble that basically defies belief. He's, he's there and he's an hard worker and he, he gets in and he wins the ball and, and he just didn't do that yesterday. So I am just really disappointed with him. Um I think he's, He's an easy candidate to drop out of this team because I don't. There's other midfielders sitting there waiting to go, and I don't think he's the one that you could you could definitely say that he he
1: offered value yesterday. Johnny, I think I think he was lucky that the other two didn't really try, him because I think you look at it you look at it for Tuesday, and you think that Ben Garrett is probably the one that survives based on the fact that you know that. He, he has a lot more to offer. He just he was anonymous during the whole game. And that's my that's the biggest thing with Ben is there's not many times you can accuse Ben of hiding. Actually, that's wrong. There's there's never been a time pre pre Barnsley you can accuse, accuse Ben of hiding. He felt like he hid for me. He felt like mm-hmm. he the game passed him by and he didn't want to be involved in it now. That could be me being really unfair, but I felt like at least the other two, you can remember something they did. Whether that's positive or negative.
0: <laughs> I was gonna yeah. say with Sang's second half, it's not that's not entirely positive, no. is it? But No, it's
1: not, but I, ju- I, I just think that like Yeah. I, I, I do think Sang had a good first 45. We'll talk about him in a minute. But yeah, we'll go to him next. Yeah, I just... Ben, we know what he can offer. We 100% know what he can offer. He won't be happy with that. He'll be fucking fuming with that performance. Rightly so. Yeah, rightly so. He gets a two and yep. I, 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 I'm not happy with it. I don't feel nice doing it for Ben. I love the player. I think he's bloody brilliant, it just, everything needs to improve.
2: Yeah, no, it's fair, we're judging them on yesterday's 90 minutes, and that's what we're Mm -hmm. here for, and some of these ratings, I think, had we done this podcast last night, you're probably even lower. We have had 24 hours to try and reflect and try and make what we can of it, and I'll be honest, I'm still shell-shocked, and before I come on the pod, didn't know what I was going to say, whereas normally I've got an idea, but I was still speechless. Yeah. let's, Let's go on, Johnny. I know you're very professional will give this player a rating over 90 minutes, but I do actually want a rating over each 45 as well because I do think it was a proper game of two halves. We saw Tom Sang, the centre midfielder. Then we saw Tom Sang, the makeshift right wing back. So Tom Sang, off you go.
1: There you go. Tom Sang, the centre midfielder, at seven. I thought he was brilliant at first half. I thought he drew, drew forward. I thought he got involved. Criticism of Sang first half was he didn't, he didn't release the ball. So there was a couple of times where he could have slipped the ball out to Mitch Clark to put a ball in, who was in a better position, and he didn't. That's a criticism. Is that a player trying too hard on his debut? Quite possibly. But, yeah, first off, Sang was very good. Did everything you want from that sort of midfielder. He was ratty, he was horrible. Picked the ball up, was was, was nice with the up until that final third. Second half, Tom sang the right wing-back. I don't ever want to see him play there again, based on that 45 minutes. It didn't, didn't, didn't feel like he'd ever played right wing-back before.
2: Are you attaching any blame to the fourth goal him for giving up? I know he was never going to get there, but do you still want to see your player running in and untrained?
1: I'm not that fussed by that, if I'm honest with you. I, I I don't see the difference of if if Sang sees that happen and throws himself at it and misses it or what I, I I'm not too fussed by that. I think what what does what does worry me slightly is the the couple of the goal I think it was the fifth one where that was the one through th- the middle where Kitchen scored. Okay, maybe the sixth then where Sangs. Get, like, gets beaten to the ball by, by their lad. Like, there's one of the, the one of them, either it's the sixth or the fourth, uh, where Sang's completely beaten. And he's kind of in loose Cassie's position, so that could be part of the reason. Then that's but, a 6 on it? Yeah. But Sang's completely the wrong side of his man there. And that's more concerning than him not busting the gut to try and block yeah. a shot that's rolling into the goal anyway.
0: Fair. Fair. I don't. So, I don't have any issue from what Johnny said about the first half. That was pretty. One much sec,
2: my... One sec. Overall rating, Johnny. I don't
0: think
1: you give that. Oh, uh, uh, two for that. Two and overall. One. I think. I think that's because his second half performance will be a minus. Yeah. That, don't
2: yeah. disagree. Don't disagree, Stu, Anything else to add, with? No, yeah, I
0: just disagree with Johnny in terms of the first half. I think he. Yeah, he was just missing that missing that pass. He had a couple of times where he could have played a, played a lovely ball through and uh, chosen took an extra couple of touches and the moment was gone. So I think you, you do sort of like, but that's, that's a confidence thing. And it's a first, first day thing. Um, He epitomized for me what we were trying to do in that first 20, 25 minutes. He was full of energy, full of life. He was, you know, snapping and getting the ball back off him and, and, and winning that ball. And that's, Where where the hell that went after that was beyond me from everybody. But then the second half, like he got some grief from from Phil and Ad uh, and Yatesy on the commentary uh, for wangling his foot at the fourth goal. But like, (laughs) and that he should have gone straight through the player at that stage to give away free kick or something. I don't genuinely, like, if you have a look back at that one, I just don't think he was ever in a situation where he could completely take the player out. He was on his own. Like, there wasn't, he was the only one back. So I think we committed too many people forward at that stage and he was he was chasing back anyway. So I don't think, like, even if he'd made a big tackle at that stage, he, he still would have, there was still about three of them running through on running through on goal anyway. So I don't think that would have made a big difference. Um Yeah, he was out of position a couple of times. Don't blame uh, blame him for the third, but then, as I said, I think Cass should have been further back, and he was just trotting back, leaving Cass uh, sang to mark mark up Cole And I just think there was just a couple of moments there where where he could have done better. But uh, yeah, he, he he rightfully got taken off in the end. But yeah. um, I wouldn't I wouldn't give up on him on that uh, based on that first half performance.
2: No, he's definitely a sentimental question for you both. Could he be the one that, that holds? Did you see enough of him that he gets about, gets a foot in, comfortable
1: no. on the ball? No, no, no. I don't like him as older. He's, no. not, a, he's not a tackler, he, he's someone that makes something happen. Yeah, uh, he just needs the rest of it to fall into it. Yeah, um, fair.
2: fair, fair, Let's get on then. The contentious one of the front two, and I'll let you two have your say before I have my say. Gavin Massey, Stu, your turn first
0: said almost everything I want to say about Massey. I mean, he's not a natural striker, so I think we lost out from, from not having a second natural striker in there. And the fact that there were a couple of times where I think like if you'd had Tony Naylor in there or someone like that, maybe not at this age, but if he back in his prime, if you'd had Tony Naylor in there, he would have just nipped through and just and tucked one of them away and, you know, made a fool out of a defender because he would have just nipped in in front of him. And Gavin Massey's not going to do that. He was hovering round and he was he was wide at times and not in the centre and not offering any value in the, in the in the in the in the in the penalty area. And if you are going to play him, which I prefer that we didn't, but if you are going to play him, tell him to get on the ball and run at players because that's what he's you know Easy. he's genuinely good at. The final ball may not be perfect, but he can create stuff off the back of the fact that he's that he runs at players and and they back off because he's fast. Use that. I just don't understand why we didn't use that in the first half and let him have a run it run it a few times. But he seemed scared or he'd been put off doing that because uh, it was all about Ellis Harrison really up front, and and he was sat kind of playing off him. Um, I thought he did. I thought he did all right. I think
1: he just he shouldn't have been playing.
2: Mm-hmm. Johnny Gavin Massey.
1: Yeah, I, I'm with you. I think he did all right, but when you've got two strikers on the bench, even if you don't believe that both can do 90 minutes, play playing 45 each then, if that's the case. Um, but I'm a big believer of if you're not fit enough, you shouldn't be on the bench. Mm. So I think Massey, the third goal where a bit of a trampoline touch, that then there was two other phases of play and then we end up conceding. People have attributed that down to Massey being shit. I think what's really hard with it is he didn't lack effort i don't think he i don't think he down tools one bit compared to some others. I think he tried he he played some nice little one twos he got himself about, but he's not a striker, and I think that's the big thing he is not a striker and he had a decent game Massey for me was probably one of two players which can can walk off that pitch with his head I'll die because I don't think that he could have done anything different in his position to affect that game I think people are quick to dive on Massey and, and and slate him and stuff like that he's not a striker he's playing as a striker if that's what the future holds if that's where where we see him then there's a lot more work that he needs to put into to, to round off that game, but yesterday, that first thirty-five minutes, he was decent. He, he he was he he was all right. He was hassling. He was creating. He was harrying. So yeah, like Massey, for me, do I want to see him start there again? No. What was I distraught on his performance? Definitely not. There was nine worse players than him on the pitch. So a five for Massey, He did all right.
2: Right, let's contradict you both now. And this is just my views. This is how I saw it. Was Gab Massey the worst player on the pitch yesterday? Not by a long shot. Was Gab Massey the reason we lost 7-0? Not by a long shot. Was he the problem? Probably not by a long shot. And should he be playing up front when you've got two strikes on the bench, as you two both said? No, he shouldn't. Did he put effort in yesterday? Did he, Harry? Did he press you? Yeah, he did. And... To me, that's the minimum you'd expect, but you didn't get it from the eleven, and that's the minimum you expect. So he looks better. If his control of his bladder is as bad as the control of the ball, he must piss himself all the fucking time. Because twice he had the ball passed to him, simple passes, and he went straight under his foot. That's a professional fucking footballer can't control a ball that's passed to him on the ground. Yeah, well, if you if you
1: if you go if you go down on that 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 route. Then the whole of the back three needs to needs, needs be drawn, and quartered then. Because they we have. All... We have. Yeah, but we've drawn, not... and quartered all the
2: back three. You've given them a yeah, two not, and two not, with not not oh, no, the...
0: I think we've been pretty light on everybody, haven't we?
1: Yeah, well, I was going to say not to the degree that you're going in, in on Massey.
2: I've said he wasn't the worst player on the pitch. He wasn't the issue. He's not the reason we've lost the game and it was better than other players on the pitch. A professional footballer should be able to control a football that has passed to the feet. Okay, so then,
1: okay. So, so then nine other players... Then should have had that statement made against them, and you haven't.
2: I can't remember any other plays where it went under, maybe it did, and I didn't. Louis, see
1: Cass. It. Louis Cass, Louis Cass, at, at one point in the second half, a ball was played along the floor to Louis Cass, and he miscontrolled it, and they nearly got in and scored. I can't
2: remember that. And if they did, Louis Cass also, if his blood is as bad as his control, can he I, must piss himself all the time.
0: Can I ask you guys a question from, yep. from a perspective? All right, okay. So no,
2: <laughs> go on, go on. Uh, no
0: uh, yeah, like none of the other. I suppose actually, maybe somebody's going to make a, a remark about Chislet in a second, but none of our recruitment in the summer steps away from a three-five-two formation. No. Do you agree? Yeah. No, we, I think we, we're built for a three-five-two. We we've basically recruited for a three five two formation. <laughs> We're gonna mix it around in there, but we haven't really got like Massey doesn't fit into a three five two formation unless you're playing him right wing back.
1: Correct. James Plant doesn't either though.
0: Correct. No, but That's I think you can but James Plant's got time to mould into a different into a
1: different player if you want to, hasn't he? I think I think Massey and Plant should be plan B. And that should be yeah. the 3-4-3 three, three, or the 4-3-3 three, three, or whatever it is, them two should be your front three plan B.
0: I think I th- I just wonder, and this is my theory yesterday. Are we putting Massy out in the shot window? Like we weren't 100 percent sure on like Josh Thomas and-, and Wilson to start the game on Saturday. Can we get Massy out there? They see somebody sees that he's playing for us and he started the opening day for us comes in and offers us 20 grand for him and we can get rid of him because he's, uh, he's he's on a on a number and we can just go and somebody comes in and takes us off our hands because we don't really want him. That's my right. opinion.
2: If I walk past the shop and that's in the shop window, I'm walking the other fucking way. I'd, I just wonder if that's what we've done. I'd I'd snap your hand off. I'd snap your hand
3: off. No, I no, I know I know.
2: I know you would but I just don't know if he's and again, if he's going to be there he wasn't the worst ball. player on the pitch. He is not a zero out of 10 by any stretch. He did put effort in. He did try. I just, I can't remember the Lewis Cass one. I can remember twice where Gavin Massey didn't control the ball that come to his feet. Yeah. And that's what stuck with me. And again, I'll put my hands up. I'm not a Massey lover. Maybe I was looking out for his and not the others. Maybe, I don't know. You're not but, a massive lover? Funnily enough, No. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's my views on Gab Massey. I thought he wasn't the worst, but saying that, I probably could have been on the pitch and not been the worst yesterday. Moving on, Johnny, number nine,
1: Alice Addison.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: I think same, same as Massey. I think for Alice, I think put himself about a bit, Just had a decent header, had two, two shitty little p rollers, but. Other than that, like the, the work rate between the two of them was there. The, the, there wasn't a consistency between them. They weren't a, a partnership. But, yeah, Alice, all right. Both, both for me, gets, gets the four. Sure. Stuart?
0: Alice Harrison must wonder what the hell he's, he's, he's involved in here from that yesterday. Because he actually... I'd, Mitch Clark obviously played very well. I thought, and then I thought, Ellis Harrison was good. He held the ball up well. He was he was strong. He was trying to bring other players back into play, and he was trying to do all this work, and it was just for absolutely nothing after 25 minutes. And it just you could see the desperation on his face more than anything else. He just looked he looked upset. Actually, I think from what I could see on the from what you could see, his face he just looked exasperated by the whole thing. I just hope we haven't pissed him off with yesterday's well, it, performance. It makes you of a
2: you that were upset and right. Well yeah.
0: yeah. well I was there too, but he just just looked just looked a bit broken when he went off as a sub. He was he was quick off. He didn't want to be on there anymore, which mm. is a shame. But you don't blame him, but he put a full he put a full fucking shift in, I tell you that right now. And he didn't get anything, any return off it because some of the others didn't. Well, a lot of the others didn't. I do, I do genuinely think Ellis Harrison put his heart and soul into that one yesterday and didn't get a lot out of it.
2: Yeah, I'm with you, actually, with you both. I thought he did. He, the difference between him and Massive mean, again, Massy is not a striker. Addison did play the striker role, which you'd expect him to, and you wouldn't expect Massy to. couple of shots from outside the box where maybe he's got to make better connection with, but at least mm. we're actually having to go from outside the box this season, which we were not last season. So I'm not going to knock him for that, but make better connection next time, put a bit of power behind it unlucky with the edit, did put his heart and soul into it, ran around, you know, did all right, and I'm with you both. Johnny, that's the 11. We may not have mentioned your paralysis man of the match, or we may have done, so let's get to it. Paralysis man of the match, sponsored by Paralysis Escape Rooms and Anly. If you want the shit scaring out of you, like that 7-0 scared the shit out of me yesterday, get yourself over to Paralysis Escape Rooms and Anly. Do one of the escape rooms. When you sign up, put Ayl and Vale in, and you'll be entered into a draw for a free game. Johnny, man of the match. If there
1: is one. Mitch Clark. Mm. I think I I think he he was he was the only he was the bright he was the bright spark of the of of the whole thing. He got forward while he tried some things that probably shouldn't have tried, really. Like a couple of the passes and stuff he tried. Probably shouldn't have tried. A couple of his crosses weren't perfect. Defensively the second couple we could have done better with, but overall Mitch had a solid forty five minutes and yeah, it's it was unfortunate for him. Um and I I really don't think <laughs> I I really don't think that he you could you could look at him and say, actually this is your fault.
2: Yeah, I think they're fair comments. Stu, have you got a different man of the match? No, you already said earlier Clark, didn't you?
0: No, I would have said Mitch Clark. Yeah, just yeah, thought he yeah uh, he had a good session there. Um, yeah.
2: Of the players that started, I'm with you both. Maybe people might go Josh Thomas, blaster two subs that come on and look like they could do something later in the season, Johnny. Well, I, say I later think we'll see him Tuesday night in a different game. Yeah, because if there's any positives by the ref blowing at seven 0 and we didn't concede another, that's one positive to take from the game. Maybe the subs that come on are a positive, Johnny.
1: Yeah, I think our oh, blaster looked decent. I think Thomas looked decent. Um, I, I think you you won't you won't a lot lot of our fans won't like it. I think you again saw that James Plant isn't a wing-back. Yeah. Um, because I I really the, there was was it the sick goal which was the cross where he left his man and 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 he just added his in and it was between him and. I think Smith, Smith, uh, him and Cass actually. I think at the time, whereas Cass actually had his man at that point. I think you, you, you really see that James Plant at this minute is not a wing back. Um, and and I think I feel I feel like it's really harsh as putting him there at the minute because we're almost setting him up to fail because he isn't a wing back. He's an attacking player. I really liked him in midfield
2: at yeah. the end of last season. He had a great game at Ipswich. Mm, he did? He did? He did. And I've always said plenty for me. As could you've be an eight. Said, could be an eight, but for me he is more effective in the front front three on the right where he can terrorise defenders, get balls into the box, cause but trouble. I don't want us to play that
0: formation.
2: No, so. no, I'm not saying we should, for me, that's, that's yeah. where he fits for me. Or you're going to have to convert him to a midfielder. As Johnny said, all Blaster look good at the front of the three in midfield. And Thomas looked good when he comes on. Alex actually blocked a few crosses in the box which is more than the rest of them did before and Mm -hmm. won a few headers so he was a step up on the three that were on but again, I could have been a step up on the three that were on Chislet
0: put a a shift in when he killed Mum but he was fighting against a pretty heavy tide wasn't he at
2: that stage yeah, and that's fair. And we'll wrap it up there because with the new added time that's being played, we've just about covered the game and the time that the game took. We've had one hour 43 on yesterday's shit show and we're very, very briefly, and it will be brief because we've had one hour 43. Look at Fleetwood. I don't want too much off you lads. I just want, when we've touched on it, for me, had we put an okay performance yesterday, we could make three or four changes and have a look at other players that we, Crosby would think would weaken the side. Now, for me, he has got to put his first 11 out there. Because if we go one nil down inside 10, 15 minutes on Tuesday, I think Vale Park turns toxic. I don't
0: yeah. think there'll be enough people there to for it to turn toxic on Tuesday night. You're going to sell lot. any
2: tickets off the back of that, are you? A lot of them already got the tickets like I have.
0: Mm.
2: I just... Vale need to win. Or they need... They need a performance. That That's the minimum yeah. we need a performance, preferably a win. But the minimum is we need a yeah. performance where we can go away yeah, and go. right. Actually. I think they need, I
0: mean, they need a performance. They need to go out there and actually, you know, not look like a, a bunch of dicks for, for 90 minutes. I think that's a reasonable expectation to have often.
2: Yeah, fair. Johnny, quick thoughts on
1: Tuesday. They, the, they've, all, they've all made it a must-win game. And Are I you going that, with must win or must play well? No, must win. It's a must oh, win must, now. Yep, you, can't, you, you can't lose 7-0 and then two days later, three days later, whatever it is, yeah, three days later, you can't turn up and just play well and appease people. It's, it's now it's now a must win game. And I think if we put in a performance like we did the first 25 minutes over 90 minutes and lose, people will be... Heased by it, but not, but not content. It just now adds all the pressure. Now there's been people saying this is this this is now what Crosby's eighth game in charge, and we've conceded twenty one or something like that. And it's it, it's it's we haven't stopped the rot. We need bring this winning mentality. We have brought in players that have been relegated and and stuff, so they're used to losing games of football. I've, I've seen all that been hammered out this this last. 24 hours. I don't believe that any professional, actually, no, I'm going to scrap that. I don't believe that any person that goes out playing football wants to lose a game. So I don't, I don't believe that there's this winning or losing culture. You win three games of football. You don't go into the fourth game thinking that you're on top of the world and you're the best team in it because you come crashing down very quickly. If you do. What what needs to happen now is we need to very quickly look at it and go, right, we need round pegs and round holes. Mm. And the only thing the only the only reason that I say that is because I believe we had two players yesterday out of position. One of them two players crippled us in cast. The other one, Gav Massey, didn't didn't offer enough as a striker, but wasn't the reason that we lost 7 0. You replace them pair with Yacoviti for, for Cass. If Yacoviti can't play on the right of a back three, put Smithy there, put Jones in the middle, Yakoviti on the left or either-either of either. them pair. Do you know what I mean? Put one of the two strikers we've got on the bench up front. Let's let's see round pegs and round holes. Everyone else, Mitch obviously, needs to be fit for this. If Mitch isn't fit, I haven't got a problem with Cass starting right wing back. And that might sound mental, after me saying that he was fucking terrible. I haven't got a problem with Casting right wing back. But we 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 just need to we need to go into Tuesday now with a positive mindset. We need to get the players, get the people up for it. We may need to hear from Crosby again, do you know what I mean? Because his post-match interview has divided a lot of opinion. Um there's been a lot of people asking for an apology. There's like Stu said. There's the we we've. I feel and Stu said the same thing. But he's protected the players by saying some of the stuff he's said. We may need to hear from Crosby again just before Tuesday, just 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 as a kind of a FYI. I know that wasn't good enough. They know it wasn't good enough. We we've, we've watched the videos and it was wank, whatever. However, they want to go about it. But yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff in a short space of time that needs to be put right. Well,
0: I was yeah. just about to say, but he said, he said, 'We'll come in on Monday. I was like, you're coming in on Monday, are you? What about yeah. tomorrow? What about today?
1: <laughs> Matt, to, to, to be fair, I, um, Matt, Matt, Matt had that on on the on, on the way home and I was like, I'd I'd be having him in Saturday like as soon as the coach come back, going, right, get into this training zone and let's watch that horror show back and you're not going home until you've all watched it again.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you just didn't want to go too harsh on him. The early doors, because you I'd could have lose been the Sunday. dressing room, couldn't you? You could lose the dressing room pretty quickly if you just start pinning, going that that heavy with the early doors. But I, like, I mean, it's a big test of his managerial capabilities here, isn't it? Like, Already, really? We're gonna, we're gonna, yeah. He's, but well, he's put himself in there by,
2: by that. Yeah, Plus, I'd went to pet. He weren't prepared, were they? Really. Well, some of it was. whatever was said at half-time, and Johnny, you said this in the group, had the complete opposite effect of what it should have done. Yeah. Because we should have come out that second half, all guns blazing, going for them, get a goal back and see what happens. We come out yeah, that that's second not, half um, and add his ballies tickles. We robbed them. That's, right
0: that's not Barnsley coming out, rip-roaring. No.
2: we come half. out that bad. Yeah. Whatever was said at half-time did not work. Now, that is on the leadership team, if you want to call it that, that's on the management team. Whatever that, sec- whatever was said, it's time. And don't get me wrong, Andy Crosby hasn't said go out there and concede five goals. Let's go for a 7 nilly. Of course, he hasn't. But whatever he did say hasn't worked. He hasn't. Is has he the read, the, up, has he read the room wrong? Maybe, maybe. But what I'd have said to the players, and maybe it's old school, maybe it's Mickey Adams. I'd have said, "Turn oh. up on Sunday. You don't need your boots because we won't be on the fucking grass. We'll be running around the track, and you'll be running until you fucking throw up." <laughs> That's my view. Anyway, yeah. let's leave it there. Um, very briefly, Stew scoreline for Tuesday Fleetwood and the Cup.
0: I think it'll be unconvincing. I think it'll probably go to penalties or something. One
1: or one 0 Johnny. Um, yeah, I th- I th- I think I think it. I, I'm I'm gonna be definitely optimistic and one nil win. Yeah,
2: I'm. Not got a fucking clue. It's either going... Be, I think it's going to be one extreme or the other. I think we're either going come out all guns blazing and absolutely wipe the floor with them, or I think we're going absolutely ab- have as arse smacked. I think it's going to be 3-0 one way or the other, and I don't know which way. I think it could go either way. Go on, be positive. You're... I'll be positive. We're going to come out. Josh Thomas is going to get that trick. We'll win 3-0. I'll be positive. Yeah. Does that right the wrongs, then? No. Nope. We've just been beat 7-0, but it goes some way to righting the wrongs. Okay, I think that's fair. Anyway, we'll wrap up the Ale and Vale podcast. Tuesday night, if you're down Burslem early, get yourselves in Johnny's. Have a pint in there Tallinn Bez has sent you. If you're not down Burslem early, we'll see you in the ground. Don't forget, cup game, you'll probably be home at about 11 o'clock with all the added time, and that's if you live in Burslem. Johnny, you'll be closer to midnight. We'll see you on Tuesday down the Vale. Until then, try and forget about that horror show yesterday, if you can, because I'm still fucking fuming. If you can't, Be fucking fuming. We'll see you down the veil. Have an ale and up the veil.
3: The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
1: So, it's full time from the pod and we've just lost again. And now it's time for a treat. What are you looking for, Bez?
2: Well, I'm looking at who's cost us today. Was it the ref? Was it the players? But whoever it was, cheer yourselves up. Get yourselves to McDonald's. Get yourself a Big Mac tonight and enjoy it through the app. Johnny?
1: Yeah, there we go. So, automate delivery on, on the app. It's at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more details. And don't forget, have an ale and up the veil.
2: This podcast
0: is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. TalkSport, powered by fans.